Fiends and horror hounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z coming to you live from Greg of the Dead's podcast room. How you doing? Good. How you doing, man? Good. It's nice being in person. This is strange. Yeah, this is only the second one we've done in person, which is really weird. Yeah. What it's... was the other? One? It was Jennifer's body episode? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So how you doing, man? <laughs> Good. <laughs> you know, we've been here for like three hours. Well, yes. Now that you ask me, I'm doing quite well. So the pizza's been great, the beer has been good, yes. and the movie was nice. Exactly. <laughs> what better could you ask for today? And it was actually like, it, this is a fun movie to watch with people and like discuss about it. Because there's so many different things in the background that you'll like notice and not exactly even notice when you're alone. Like, I think I pointed out to you the one time where it was like, oh, that sounds like the Friday the 13th, like killer, like yeah. soundtrack. Well, I had never picked up on that before until, like, I was, like, being critical with the, you know, like, looking for those little things. And us trying to identify the one poster by the puffy jacket. We were oh, correct. Yeah. yeah, we it took us, like, 45 minutes. And Greg's like, I'm pretty sure it's Back to the Future. I'm like, I'm not 100% sure yeah. it was. <laughs> puffy jacket for the one. Well, for those who don't know, on this Throbbing with Horror episode 29, it is Happy Death Day. Yes. 2017. Which I've seen a couple times before. and enjoyed i remember enjoying it more than i thought i would the first watch where yeah i, I wasn't sure about it either going into it i yeah. didn't i didn't rush to see this or anything no it was one that i just kind of ended up seeing and i because it was like oh okay it's a groundhog to stay rip off but it's like a horror movie but they're well aware they're ripping it off and i do love at the end when they go have you ever seen groundhog's day well because let's be honest if they didn't do it you'd have like cinema sins and all those youtube channels be like no one in this movie has seen Groundhog's Day. Like, oh. no one's going to mention that it's just like that. So, of course, they had to throw it in there. Let alone them. I would be screaming at my television <laughs> when Liz is downstairs telling me to shut up. That they do, They're not referencing Groundhog's Day. That movie is far superior than this movie. I, I don't know. There's no, no mass murdering in Groundhog's Day. Well, no, mass, I do like Groundhog's Day better. He yeah. mass murders himself quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love... This isn't about Groundhog's Day, Damn but it. the one where he kidnaps the groundhog yes. is the best one, and he yeah. drives off a cliff. Yeah, all... and then when he goes out and gets the toaster and just walks upstairs. <laughs> yeah, that just like, okay, it's not gonna be the last probably little thing on Groundhog's Day, but on this part, that is probably my favorite part of that movie is when he's killing himself over and over again in different ways. <laughs> not to spoil for you, because I know you haven't seen it, but boy, you would love the sequel to this movie. I, I definitely do want to see it at some point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is from 2017, directed by Christopher Landon, or London, that looks like an A if I'm reading my handwriting, and written by Scott Lobdell, I'm not sure, but produced by Jason Blum himself, Blumhouse right. for the win. Yeah, Blumhouse is like the new, like, horror kings. Oh, yeah. They did the they did the Halloween 2018, right? Yes. So, right there alone, if that was the only one they've ever done... Halloween 2018 was so good. I'd be like, they're kings of the new... <laughs> Halloween 2018, all the Purge movies, Get Out, Us, um, Happy Death Day movies. Freaky. Um, Freaky. was a, they're, they're just killing it lately. Which All I, puns intended. <laughs> which I do love their like kind of trope of now of... They take like movies, like 
Groundhog's Day and turn it into a horror movie. They've done it twice now, or, yeah. Yeah, they took Freaky Friday and made it into a horror movie, which I have not seen Freaky yet, but I really want to. I have. It's fun. It's a good yeah. watch. Um, so, just from the beginning, I like when movies know they're doing something, they mess with the opening, like, title, uh, credits and stuff like that. Like the Universal logo that... Do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 but, it, like, it looped, like, three times. It almost does that, like, VHS, like, skip when there was, like, a bad spot, and it goes back. <laughs> yeah, it jumps back five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get Tree, which I'm, like, is the weirdest name in the world, but I guess it's short for Teresa. And like, okay, that yeah. makes sense then. It's, like, not, like, hippie Woodstock Oh, is that what parents. her name is? Yeah. Okay. It's not hippie Woodstock parents naming her Tree. <laughs> this child is Tree, and this is water. No, not yeah. that. And here's Apple. Yes, <laughs> exactly. None of that shit. Um, but, yeah, she wakes up in the dorm room. Get familiar with this scene. Yeah, this is the, uh, won't you put your little hands in mine scene from Groundhog's Day. Yes, over and over. Hey, hey, it's your birthday. Oh, hey, you're up. Didn't sure if you know my name. I folded your clothes for... Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Tree wakes up. We're introduced to her. We're introduced to Carter, whose room she slept in, and at first we think with, but later. You know, full spoilers, we've seen the movie. You've probably seen the movie if you're listening. Right, yeah. At first it seems like she's basically waking up from a one-night stand. Yeah, because they even play with the whole walk of shame. She has the heels, the, the sparkly top, and nothing before anyone jumps on me i'm not saying you should be ashamed but the general term for it well it's almost it's almost like the stereotypical like walk of shame where like anytime you think of that it's the the night before you looked amazing yeah but this is the morning after which you've slept in your hair so your hair is a mess like your dress is a mess well yeah but you haven't like combed it or washed it or nothing you know and you're carrying your, like, she's even carrying her high heels and shit, like, which is 100% that trope. Yeah, and she is, again, just like Groundhog's Day, I'm not even going to keep saying that, because there's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. She's an asshole. Yeah. She is the worst person. Which, not, yeah. I, you know what, not the worst person maybe. I still think Danielle, the sorority leader or whatever, is yeah. still the worst person, but she's runner-up. Yeah, if, if if it was anything, she should have been the one getting, like, killed over and over and over again. Yes. Because you're not allowed to have chocolate milk, because you're a Kappa Gamma fucking fuckwad or whatever it yes. is. <laughs> yeah, so she wakes up there. The beginning, nothing weird happens. She goes to but, breakfast. She's a jerk to the girl with her, with the head of the sorority, yeah. top sorority person. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Um she finally rolls in. You meet the roommate, Lori, who makes her a cupcake that's red with the candle. Have you seen the cover of this? That's what it is. Right. And at first, you think you don't think about that cupcake whatsoever. No. Even though it comes up over and over and over again. But you know what's so smart is everything comes up over and over and over again. So right. you wouldn't think of it. Like, oh, there's just another thing that reoccurs. And they're leading you in such a different direction throughout the movie that you don't even remember that she had a roommate. Yeah. She's the last person in mind. She's not on her suspect list, which that that should have been our dead giveaway right there. Yeah. Like the one who's not on the list. But hey. Okay, so this college is, I don't remember the city, mm. but their mascot is the babies. <laughs> it's, a, it's the entire time I just kept making up like different names for them. It's like the battling babies. They're terrible two-year-olds. It's like. Yeah, their mascot is literally a baby. And just think of like college, like football or whatever sport you want to here. So like. The Tigers or the Knights versus 
the babies. Yeah. How intimidating is that? Or it also took me back to, um, I forget what podcast was doing it, but I think it was last podcast on the left that did imagine if the mascots for the teams were the actual like things that had to fight. So if it's the Vikings versus, you know, the Lions, it's literally Vikings versus Lions. Okay. Which the entire time I kept thinking about, imagine if it was like the Warthogs versus the Babies. So it's like this yeah. giant war car draw, like charging towards this baby. And it's just like kind of crawling along. And oh. then like it hurts itself because now it's kind of sad and crying. And gets gored by a warthog. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Pittsburgh would be screwed. You have like the Pittsburgh Penguins versus Kings and Sharks and all these yeah. things. The poor Penguin. Now, like, if the Steelers, we would go just to Just a bunch that of Steelers against lions and bears? Or do you get to dump molten steel no, think, on top of the bear? No, I think you just get the steel worker. But, I mean, they have a beam. What, what's their mascot, Steely McBeam? It's I like the no, worst. They have a mascot? Yeah, it's not as bad as Gritty from Philadelphia. No, Gritty's the best. So he's the, oh, fuck they Philly. Sh- there should, agree. <laughs> but, but there should be a Gritty horror movie. I'm throwing that out there right Ooh, now. Oh, that'd be good. Like, doesn't he look like an evil Muppet? Almost like, um, was it Willy's Wonderland with yeah. Nicolas Cage? Yeah, Gritty could have fit into that. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> but anyway, this is all to say they have a weird mascot. Yes. Um, and you see the mask around, um. Other things she sees over and over again. She doesn't sign the global warming petition. The weird Robert Smith wannabe guy like looks at her and pulls his sunglasses down. Yeah, with his like flippy hair. This guy <laughs> she went out on a date with to Subway, and he doesn't exactly have a foot long. Tim yeah. like approaches her about like why she never texts him. Um, you know, all these things are just gonna be recurring. At least the morning pretty much always recurs. Cause then yeah. as the day goes on, butterfly effect more things can change and have different days well to bring it up once again which we're going to do a million times it's the scene in groundhog's day when bill murray breaks the pencil sets it up on top and he wakes up the next morning it's fixed yeah or every time he leaves the room there's that guy going oh you're going to go see the groundhog aren't you (laughs) um what there was an oh important one she's sleeping with her professor yes um, who's some kind of medical professor, uh, but that one's important. British professor who at first we thought was like, we first noticed his accent. Greg, the second time around. Yeah, Greg was like, did he accidentally just slip into that? And then we'd listen. He's like, oh no, he keeps doing it. Okay. I, yeah. Apparently just wasn't British enough the first time loop that we didn't catch it. Oi! Yeah. <laughs> I wish he was like really cockney British. Like, oi, the Madula Oblongata! <laughs> That's my medical knowledge is from Happy Gilmore. Yes. Yeah, Medulla, the Medulla Oblongata. We know that's the water boy. Never mind. Not Happy Gilmore. Adam Sandler. Same, same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's fucking the professor, which is even more troublesome because he is married. Um, and then, so this is all a giant setup to, hey, oh, there's a blackout too for like two seconds. There. I think we covered all our important time. That, that's things, a right? lot of, yeah. Okay. So this all really kicks off when she's walking to this party. Um which we later find out in another loop is a surprise party for her. But she gets this tunnel, and there's this little music box in the middle of the tunnel playing the happy birthday song. Did we mention it was her birthday yet? Oh, it's her birthday, yeah. Yeah, the happy death day takes place on her birthday. Yes, that's why she has the cupcake, everything like that. Right. So my first thing when me and you were watching it together, I'm like, why would you fucking walk in there? Yeah. Creepy music box in an abandoned tunnel. But I'm like, it is playing happy birthday. It is her birthday. Yeah. I'm like, someone set this up for me. I'm supposed to get it and they'll walk around the corner. Like, oh. Surprise. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then I'm coming this way and then I bring it to them. 
So maybe, to be honest, maybe I would go up to it. I don't know. But this is also the first time. This is like... Oh, yeah. This is all time one. Once you've been killed, everything's out the window. Yeah, this is time one. So she has no idea what's going on. Yeah. And she's also, it seems like the type of, it's like, nothing's going to happen to me. Like, I'm young and in college, you know? I'm young and pretty and the world is in front of me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so she gets to that. She turns around and then, what do we call this killer? Babyface? Ba- Babyface, I guess. Yeah. It sounds too easy, but what but, else would we go with? Well, like, uh, Pinhead's called Pinhead because he has pins in his head. So. Ghostface. Yeah. I, okay, yeah. Yeah. Leatherface. Ba- Babyface killer. Leatherface. He has a yeah. leather face. Turns around and the baby face, which is not an uncommon mask because it's the school mascot. Someone in a black hoodie, though, with the hood pulled up and the mask is staring at her. Tells her, you don't scare me, but then quickly turns a ham call on the cops. It leaves. She makes it to the other side of the tunnel. Music box scares her. She turns around. And Babyface is now brandishing a knife chasing her. Ends up killing her. She's dead. I also love that the killer's Babyface mask is a little dirty. He's scuffed so, up. So you know he's evil. <laughs> but they use that a few other times. You'll see scuffed up Babyface. Yeah. Like, oh! But Not it's, him. It's, it's a point when they want it to be a point. Right. Um. But yeah, so she's dead. And then wakes up. Hey, it's your birthday! Can I answer the phone? It's your birthday! Yeah, over and over. her dad's calling. Not as bad as Through the Trees. Uh, the Jennifer's Body song. Oh, yeah. Forget oh, it. that was bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not... The, at first, it, it's kind of funny, then it becomes annoying, and it loops all the way back around to being funny again. Yes. This ringtone. Yeah, it's not just hammering us with this oddly catchy, but still infuriating emo song over and over again. Yeah, just reminding me of middle school. Like, <laughs> Yes. Um, wakes up, and at first, she's not incredibly freaked out yet. She's... It's more deja vu at this point. She's like, this is weird. Yeah, she's noticing, like, I kind of remember stuff, but it's still the first time. So she's not 100% committed to something's going on. Oh, also the roommate. Uh, did you hit that oh, fine yeah. vagina or what? Uh, that fine vagina. Yes, that guy. Okay. <laughs> I feel creepy saying that. I don't even enjoy saying We've that. We've said much worse on this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see last episode. See almost any episode, yes. Um, but, yeah. So, she's still not sure yet. Global Warming Petition Girl's still there. Robert Smith Wannabe's still there. She's starting to get it. The Tim guy, the don't exactly have a footlong guy, Yeah, is the first one where she's like, what day is it? And he says, Monday the whatever. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. Leaves. Everything's recurring. Breakfast recurs. Everything like that. She still has it. The most she does is when she talks to the sorority girl, she's like, I'm having the weirdest case of deja vu is the most she really commits to it, though. And I love the sorority girl's uh, explanation for it. It's like, oh, yeah, they say uh, deja vu is when someone's masturbating to you. It happens to me about five times a day. (laughs) I don't think that's the way the Matrix described it, but okay. Yeah. Wasn't it a glitch in the Matrix is deja vu? Yeah. Was that? Okay. Yeah. It's been a while, but... I mean, even a whole day's worth of deja vu, I'd be freaking out a little more at this point. Well, especially, like, we're only seeing the parts that they want us to see. How many little other things... Like, okay, let's say you take a shit every single day. Usually, Usually. not always. Usually you do. Sometimes we'll block up. What if it was, like, especially since she was hungover from the night before, what if, like, she has, like, shits the exact same time every single day? You're going to be like, huh... That's, that's something. That's sure. my body's just on a be- better biological clock right now. This is good. Like that's healthy. Yeah, it's it's always exactly at twelve oh two. Like uh, twenty three seconds in. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Which um, I would love to. Where like she forgets that um, 
like that's like oh well, it's almost 1202 23 seconds i gotta take a shit and she's out like for some reason in the middle of a field with like what's his name what's his name carter carter and he's she's like oh god damn it and just immediately like shits her pants <laughs> but i think that still even has to do with like the way you're moving and stuff so i don't yeah. know if that would work can't speaking of oddly can i point out my biggest flaw in the movie what's that she takes different amounts of time in Carter's room every day. Yes. Like, so, at first, she's a little groggy. Second day, she takes even a little longer, I think, because it's like, this is all happening again. Yeah. Another time, she runs right out. But yet, Global Warming Girl, Robert Smith, Sprinklers, everything else is still timed perfectly. Yeah, the guy falling over, everything is The only is still... one whose timing changes depending on what she does is Fine Vagine Guy. Yeah. Sometimes he's there already, sometimes he's not. But everyone else is still in time according to her not according to time right that's my only issue yeah. with it. and i get why Very they true. did it and same groundhogs they had the same flaw yeah but i get why they did it it's just well because not accurate if it was different at all for us the like person watching the movie we would be like well this isn't the same yeah even though she arrived there 15 seconds before so global warming girl was getting another signature robert smith guys further back like i get why they did it yeah but Gotta knock points off both this and Groundhog's Day. Yes, I agree. Um, so yeah, this second night, she, even with all the deja vu, she makes it to the party this time. One, she comes across the music box again, though. Yeah, did, what, did she run away from at that time? Yeah, she right? turns she around seen, and goes the other way. Yeah, she sees it and she's like, oh, fuck, I remember this. Yeah, like, even if you don't believe your days are being like, that's danger. I don't know why. If I had a dream this accurate, that's still danger. Stay away from it. And it's not even like a nice music box. It looks like something that would be in your, like your great grandma's house. It's like, a nice music box. It's an old antique music box. Yeah, but you're not going to be in college one to go out, walk up and be like... What, by our clarifications, is a nice music box? Because they're all kind of the same to me. Well, yeah, but if it was like a Star Wars music box, you would probably be more... Oh, yeah, they, they would to... definitely have my attention more. The only t- thing I would... Or for you, you wind it up as a hockey mask because... Oh, that'd be yeah. Like I would a go cute after Jason that. Voorhees like music I would, box. I would go after that. Or like, yeah, if I'm in the right mood, I could go. I could sell that at the flea market and go and grab it because of that. And that's how you get murdered. You keep trying to grab it for the flea market over I, I, and over again. I, I just <laughs> you come back instead of avoiding, you come back with a really long hook so you don't have to walk it. That you're pulling it towards you. I just want to make the five dollars that from this free music box that I found. I'm like, it's worth it. Like, I go running in real quick trying to grab it. So, like, she does, like we said, she runs away from these boys. She makes it to the party this time. Um, opens the door. It's black. Babyface is there. Punches it. It's not Babyface, though. It's just another person wearing the mask. Yeah. Because school spirit. Yeah, because, the, well, isn't it like a, it's like the big game, quote unquote, is like coming up that weekend or something. Oh, that way everyone's wearing baby faces. Yeah, and they're, because they're selling them like around campus at like souvenir, like stands, and these baby faces you see everywhere. Okay. But yeah, she punches it, punches him, his name's Nick, it's Danielle's interest, uh, Danielle's head sorority girl, and, but then the party starts anyway, um, Nick guy starts hitting on Tree. They end up going up to the bedroom, and then, how did I describe this? This is the most Glenn Quagmire thing that oh, exists. Yeah. It, it, the, he ter- basically hits, like, one switch. Five different strobe lights come on. A like disco neon ball. lights, A disco ball, like, this loud-ass music. Like, like cheesy, like, oomps, music. Like, I swear there was a fog machine. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. What is it, Welcome to the Pleasure Dome? Like, what in the Mad Max hell is this instead Which, of Thunderdome? 
which is really funny too because before he hit that button she was really into it and really wanted to as soon as he, she uh, as soon as he hit that button she's rolling her eyes she's like completely out of it and he ruined himself rightfully so for her anybody would yeah. do the same okay no yeah, uh, well, I wonder how many girls that does work on, because he keeps doing it. Or he's like, I put all this work into it, we're not stopping now until it works at least once. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> more like, but you see, um, he has the baby face on again when she first goes up just to creep her out and everything. Things start happening, she's looking down on her phone because Danielle's pissed and texting her and calling her all these things. And as that's happening, remember there's the loud music and everything behind them. You see the real killer emerge and start stabbing Nick to death, but you can't hear it because the music's going on. She turns around, she sees the killer, assuming it's Nick. She's like, I'm over this, I'm leaving. She sees the body and then fight ensues. Someone comes in the room and she's trying to yell for help, but she thinks it's just a dude in the baby <laughs> mask and her getting it on. He goes, oh, right on and leaves. Well, you see the guy, his eyes, like they make a very good point of like, you can tell that he's like seeing like, five different people yeah he's very intoxicated yeah he's like yeah right on and like raises his beard and stumbles <laughs> out of the room yeah that baby is having yeah. get him the baby <laughs> the baby you look like a baby get in my belly well, how did we go the whole time without making that that line i want my baby back baby back baby back baby back baby back ribs but anyway so that happens and she's murdered with a bong and he smashes it and kills her with the blast. Now, I do believe we have seen three bongs, maybe more, but three since this podcast that I'm remembering. The amazing coffee cup bong. Yeah, from Cabin, Cabin in, in the, the Woods, Woods that Marty had. The best bong in the entire world. Then the very festive candy cane bong from Krampus. Yes. And now, weapon bong in Happy Death Day. Yeah, which... Did you see that when he breaks it? Did you see a that giant shard? shard? Yeah. Oh my god, it hurt to like see it. <laughs> All right, my new bong ratings. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee cup still number one. Of course, it has to. Then be. I'm going murder weapon. Yeah. Then festive. One hundred percent. Okay, I agree. <laughs> We're in agreement here. But yeah, stabs with bong. Guess what happens? Wakes back up, and this is where she's like, "This isn't deja vu." Well, even this is also leads into later on when, like, she's almost is getting injured, but she's, like, getting scar tissue from each kill because she wakes up and she's grabbing her throat where she got stabbed. Yeah. And this time she's freaking out. She makes it back to her room and she's trying to explain it to the roommate this time. And she, of course, is not listening to her, gives her the cupcake again and all that stuff. Um, she boards up the room this time. She's like, I'm not going to the party. I'm boarding up the room. Brett. What's a thing that has oddly come up several times through this podcast, and this is the biggest violator of this rule? Where do where did the wood come from? Yes, she has a Home Depot's amount of lumber, and this time it's not even. What are some examples? I know Krampus again. Krampus we brought up. I I know it's we haven't talked about it yet, but like Night of the Living Dead is an extremely famous board up the house movie. Exactly, um, and we always say where are they getting the lumber for this? This one's the biggest offender because they're in a sorority house. She, I don't believe, has a car on campus. No. We never see her drive one point later, but not in her vehicle. Where did this come from? The only thing I can think of is that she, like, destroyed one of her shelves and did that. No but, evidence of it, though. No evidence of it, but those are also, like, the um, the fake, like, press board shelves is what it would have been in a... Like, particle wood. Yeah, yeah. That breaks when you breathe on it. Yes. And I also love how she only puts up, like, three boards that are, like, crisscrossed. 
So there's a ton of space well, left you know, open. Like you do. That she that the killer could just push on the wood and the nails are out. Or it's probably done. still crawl through it even if you couldn't. Yeah. There's enough space, like in all of these things. It's comically boarded up. Yes, but she's very secure now. She's like, ha! Room is boarded up. Never mind that I just put all these holes in the sorority house wall. Yeah. I am safe from she, my repeat killer. She puts her dresser in front of the door. Yep. Nothing's going to get her. Yes. She's watching Teen Mom 2, and she's in for the night. She's going to enjoy her birthday, and she's home. We do see the cell phone video here of her and her mom. They used to share a birthday. That's obviously why she doesn't like talking about her birthday anymore. Her mom passed away. Another reason she's not talking to her dad, who keeps calling every day when yes. she first wakes up from being dead. Yes. Hey, it's your birthday! Um, <laughs> but the TV keeps shutting off. She's like, what the hell? She gets up, TV shuts off again. You see a brief glimpse of some report of a crime, and this guy named Adrian Toombs shuts off again, though. Right. And then she hears something in the bathroom. She, Of course, that's the one room she didn't check. But she goes in there, she's about to open the shower curtain, and the TV jumps back on, scares the hell out of her. She goes in there, and then from the bathroom, obviously the killer was right there, emerges babyface again. But yeah, he, she does the exact like, cliche thing you're supposed to of, I'm about to check out, I'm slowly as I can, I'm walking into this room to check in it defense, out. defense, I would be exactly that speed. Well, no, you have to get in there, like, get them. Like, because they're expecting you to go at that so speed. So you're talking about, like, I just run and Goldberg spear the shower curtain yes. in case something's there. Ah! They're not expecting the that. That is true. You're like, wait for the walk over. If someone just full bore charges you and jumps at you. <laughs> I just like to imagine, like, you kind of hear a little bit of a sound in your bathroom. You, like, there's a Red Bull right there. You chug the entire, like, 18-ounce Red Bull or whatever, 24-ounce Red Bull, and go, whoa, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Just... <laughs> even have a shower card out with this slidey door that just crashed through you're it. crashed through the door like it's friday the 13th part four there's blood everywhere <laughs> but yeah so babyface gets her again look this is an interesting kill count because yeah. much like other movies where things reset yeah none of these count i was gonna say i didn't think about that until now yes this is a very that. interesting kill count for us because i wasn't writing them down like wait a minute no. No, none of these. Yeah. But that's all. So you might get this one at yeah. the end. <laughs> um, so that, that's all going on. Uh, she dies again, wakes up once again in Carter's room, and she freaks out. Carter runs up to her and the, cuts to them at a diner. And he's telling her, it's your birthday. Whoever's killing you probably knows it's your birthday, and you should make a list of suspects. And then begins our montage. Yeah, which uh, he's... a. a not exactly like the guy from It Follows that just shows up with the car and is like, I'll help you. But he's very gung-ho of this insane story. I'm completely willing to help you he out He seems with. like a legitimately good dude, though. Even if he doesn't necessarily believe it, he's like, well, it's real to her. Like, I'll but help you out. I think this is also about the time, because up until now, she's thought that they slept together the night before. No. And, oh, that's not yet. No, no, I'm saying yes, you're right. correct. Okay, where he's, she mentioned something, and he's like, we didn't sleep together, you were wasted. Like, yes. I slept on whatever. I slept on my roommate's bed. Yeah. Which is like, good guy Carter. Fine guy. Yeah, well, that's what he's like, oh, Carter's a good dude. We yeah. like Carter. Well done. Um, but, yeah, so you find that out. He's a genuinely good dude. Gives her the suggestion of making the list of suspects, and then we get our montage of her going through the list and spying on all of them yeah which is what's his name that snuck out from behind the pillar tim tim we find out like she's spying on tim 
And like you can tell, like he's getting like lotion ready, he's tissues. getting tissues ready, he's pulling his laptop up, and it's like someone calls his name, and it turns, and it it's a it, he's watching gay porn because it's like a prisoner and a, a police officer like making out. Yeah, and I love she's like, oh, he's <laughs> gay. Like, smile on her face, like it's it's such like a happy reveal for her. She's like, oh, she's like, oh, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then turns around and gets killed. Yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> What is it? So that's the Tim one. Then it cuts to the professor's wife. Um, yeah. Her spying on her. And she's got like the whole like army green face paint, night vision goggles. Um, not her. Kids killer tackles her into the fountain, drowns her. Well, this is also, this montage is what made me really like this actress who plays Tree. Yeah. Um, Because at first you think like, okay, she's pretty good. But she's just hot girl actress who's just there to play that this role. This is where the comedic stuff this really is kicks when, in. Yeah, when you can tell, like, she's funny as hell. Oh, yeah. Because, like, her mannerisms, like, throughout this entire montage and hereafter, and, like, the jokes she throws out, she's really good. Yeah, she has a lot of range, and the range even comes into play in this movie because you get some really, like, heartstring moments later, like, with her and the dad. You get a bunch yeah. of stuff like that. And some great slapstick-type moments. Yes. Like, it's all over the place. So it's not the professor's wife. It's not Danielle. Um, then why does she walk out naked at one point? Uh, I think at that point, it's almost like the, like, I don't give a fuck anymore type thing. Like, I just, like, I... None or, of you are going to remember this anyway. Or is it something, like, she's always wanted to do, but always been afraid to do? Yeah. So now it's her chance... My day's going to reset anyway. But I don't know if, like, even if, like, I knew the day would reset, I'd be like... These still, still for this entire twenty four hours, I'd have they to know. know. I'd have to know that people knew. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, she clubs who she thinks is the killer in the woods. It's Becky, and it's not her. And then the killer kills her again. Becky is the one who she defended, did not defend. Mm. Will later defend right. at breakfast. Um, she she wakes up again after all these, and she passes out because her injuries are starting to last. Like she's really starting to feel the pain. Interesting because. If there's no stakes in it, what does it matter? Right. You could get used to dying and the pain for a little bit, but at least they add some stakes into this. So like, look, eventually this is going to catch up to her. Yeah, where she passes out, like, fine vagina guy opens the door. <laughs> and... I love that we didn't remember his name, but that's his name now. Well, I love his hair, too. It's like that silver, like, hair. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but fine vagina guy opens the door, and she, like, kind of passes out, and she gets she wakes up in the hospital of the guy, the doctor that she's fucking. And he's like, you should probably be dead with all these like laceration, like scar tissue. Yeah, like, your stabs are showing that you've been stabbed over and over and other traumatic in injuries. Yeah. He's like, you should be dead. And at this point she's already like, every time she wakes up, she gets up a little slower or like the one time she gets like, she drowns and that's how she dies. And she wakes up, she like spits up water. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Well, the doctor is like the last suspect she has on her list, too, though, that she hasn't cleared yet. So he leaves, she sneaks to his office, uh, finds a baby mask. Yes. So he's the killer. Which is the first little thing they try to divert you and It makes sense, yeah. yeah. That would be a very likely suspect. And so she grabs his keys and she starts to run. He comes around the corner, but then Babyface comes up behind him and kills him. Yes. So that was ruled out right away. Um, chased through the hospital. Um... Okay, that's not here. I got confused for a second. But this is the parking lot one, where yes. she gets the parking garage and takes off in the car. She escapes. Right, at that point... Wait, uh, this is where... 
by the way, he almost gets her at the car, and she backs up into another car, and she takes off. And what did I say to you? Like, cue the John Williams, Chewie, get us out of here! And he shifts and takes off super fast. That's what it reminded me of. 100%. But, yeah, so that's what, she gets pulled over, and she's very excited to get arrested, because she will be locked in a jail cell for the whole night. So she lies and says she's drunk and high. And she's like, um... Well, I'm placing you under arrest. Thank you. Thank you. Here, I'll help. She's yeah. like, I've never been arrested before. <laughs> he like loads her the back of the car and she's like, thank you. Yeah. And <laughs> once when, yeah, he's closing the door behind her, putting her in the back seat. And all of a sudden we hear, Ring! wham. And he, the cop gets taken out by Babyface in, in like a Dodge Charger. Yeah. And he's, as you put it, fucking crumpled. Yeah. Oh, because they show his body laying in the woods or like in the weeds over there. And his leg is like. Like, the shin of his leg is touching his forehead. He's like, like the society people. Yes, <laughs> yes. All twisted up and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's destroyed, and the this is one of the cooler deaths, too, because there's gas leaking out of the cop car after it got smashed, and the killer just drops a birthday candle onto the yeah. gas and explodes the car. Which, which you, I like what you pointed out, is like, the birthday candles go out so easily, he's dropping, like, Seven, eight birthday candles. Like, yeah, luckily, those it looks things... cool if it works, but if not, it's going to be kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Thankfully, the day will reset for that baby face killer. Okay, we've watched a lot of time travel movies, not on this podcast, but in, in life. Yeah. Are each of these creating their own timeline? Oh, is it? Like, so is it the timeline where at the party, there was a massacre at the party? Like, right. Nick was killed, Tree was killed, and probably more people mm-hmm. than after that. And so that night on the news party... Is there the one where a doctor was stabbed in the hallway, a car was stolen, and then a police officer and the suspect were killed like by an explosion? Like, are there this many like yeah. different timelines created? And I wonder if like each character, because the other characters get killed in each timeline, are they waking up with wounds? Yeah, like I doesn't really go into all that, but you know what I it's mean. It's interesting. It to does think open about. up the thought of it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the whole car one and everything like that. Um. Next day, she's again explaining it to Carter, and the way she proves it to him is Sprinkler's car alarm guy falls over. Which, I'd be like, okay, how? But maybe I don't know if I'd believe it yet. But I'd be like, okay, I'll hear you. Something, something's up. Yeah, I'd at least hear you out. Yeah. at this point. Okay, and then they're at a diner again, and she says she doesn't think there's too many chances left. This is the hilarious fart scene as well. Yeah, where she's like, you won't even remember it anyway. Yeah, she doesn't massively. And I love me and Greg at this point in the movie started reminiscing about the Blairstown Diner that we ate at when we went to the Friday the 13th filming series. I, do, I love a good, like, Americana diner. Yeah, if... Fucking sucker for that stuff. If you're ever in Blair, Blairstown, New Jersey, and want an amazing burger, go to the Blairstown Diner. It is so good. Yeah, like... Even if you don't care about any of this stuff, oh, no. why would you be listening to this? But if you didn't, yeah. still good food. Yeah, 100%. Maybe there's someone who's just like a happy death day super fan who hates all other horror movies and they're listening. So <laughs> they just that's wait. for them. <laughs> they just, they they have like happy death day like alerts going off. So anytime a podcast drops a happy death day episode, yeah. they're like, yes, I have something new to listen to. <laughs> so we also like... This is the, I'm not a good person. This is our self-discovery scene. Right. So like, if my mom was around, she'd be disappointed in the person I became, all that kind of stuff. And I like the, I do like the line where she's like, if you live the same day over and over again, you discover who you really are. I don't know why I said Adrian Toomes earlier. I think that's a real person. John Toomes is the killer. Okay. I don't know why. I think Adrian um, Toomes is a real person. Oh, no. But anyway, um, 
they're at the diner, and the news about him is on TV that he's killed at least six female victims, and they're all blondes. Yes. Well, herdy der, who do you think it is? Yeah. Which I remember when I first saw this movie, and I saw that, and I was thinking, of course you're thinking, okay, he's the killer. Yeah, it but got me too, one hundred percent. Okay, it's just some random guy, but it was like, okay, but even how they flesh out his character a little bit later on, like the little bit that he gets to do. I actually wouldn't have been that upset if I that prefer was the ending they did do. Me too. Was much smarter and kept you on your toes more. But yeah, I, I'm with you. At first I was like, oh, really? It's just a no connection to her? Like, yeah. random? Why does it keep going after her, though? Like, And he's so stereotypical, like, serial killer. Like, he looks like Otis Driftwood from House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. He has the stringy long hair and, like, the crooked smile. Yeah. And... Um, so she goes to the hospital that night and the cop on guard duty is is dead and what happens here oh yeah then there's the reveal because he chases after her he takes the mask off right and it is him and she's about to shoot he's about to shoot her and carter tackles him saves her life and then he snaps carter's neck right there's a chase up to the bell tower of the hospital i guess this hospital has a bell tower okay <laughs> i mean whatever sure Ma major amazing spider-man two flashback scenes there i'm like poor gwen stacy's about to die but just the, the writer is just going and what do we do does the the hospital has a bell tower there we go cool scene i don't know maybe <laughs> we're wrong maybe hospitals do have bell towers i feel like that would be distracting for maybe patients. maybe old school ones like really old yeah ones. i imagine they decommission them yeah but they're probably still there yeah okay Okay, yes, we've talked ourselves out of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, she has the upper hand. She can kill him. Yeah. Then realizes, if I stop the time loop here, though, Carter stays dead. Because she's starting to really like Carter. Yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah. just It's like 50 first dates all over again. She, he just yeah. keeps meeting her, but they go get along great every really? day. She yeah. remembers, but he doesn't. Um, So she goes to the top, uh, ties the noose around her neck, and goes to jump down the bell tower and says, See you soon, asshole. Yeah. Um, Which I love when, that's another one, when she wakes back up and she cracks her neck, like, all hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the next day is her, what you think is the last day of the loop. Because she wakes up, she's in a great mood, even though she's still in the time loop. She does all the nice things. Yeah, because as far as she knows, she knows exactly who the killer is and who she has to yeah. stop. She goes, this is the last day of this. And she goes out, she... She takes Robert Smith's sunglasses. I know it's not which, Robert Smith, but yeah. Which is actually still kind of mean because... But he's but, also a creep. But she's stealing. Yeah, but he's um, also creepy. She deserves to die. <laughs> <laughs> His sunglasses. Yeah, but uh, then she like signs like the... The global warming petition. Yeah, he's and she's like, go save that world, girl. And I love in the background, you see her like running away all like... Yeah, her arms are flailing <laughs> like... <laughs> she has new motivation to save the planet now because of this girl. I can do it! <laughs> um, she... Takes the pillow and drops it under the head of the guy who's about to fall down doing the uh, fraternity thing. Yeah. Um, then she tells Tim, I know you're gay. Now, you should be proud of who you are. Now go find yourself a fine piece of man-ass. Yeah. the term that was used. And he, like, smiles and, like, yeah. he and goes off to find some man-ass. And she's skipping away. And then, the, for the first time, she has lunch with Dad. Yes. This is, like, her very serious touching scene. Like, I don't want to do the small talk. I miss Mom, too. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. It's... And this guy, we looked up his IMDb, isn't in a lot, but a lot of, like, random horror stuff. Not, like, huge, but, like, the Purge TV show, things like that, like... Yeah, there was a couple... I forget what the one thing that you said he was in. I was like, he was in that... Oh, Preacher. Yeah, he was in an episode of Preacher. Yeah. Um. So then that night at the hospital... Oh, 
She dumps chocolate milk on Danielle's head for being mean to Becky, all this stuff. Yeah, because she sits down. Becky sits down with food. Not which, an insane, a regular healthy amount of food. And the, the one, it looks like she's having a salad. It looks like a salad bowl. Yes. And But she drank chocolate milk. Can I tell you a fun fact I learned from Supermarket Sweep the other day? Huh. Do you know what the Cobb salad was named after? What? A man named Bob Cobb. Bob Cobb. Yes, that's a uh, that's amazing. Those that guy's parents must have hated him. <laughs> like <laughs> just, we were just talking about salads. I'm like, I have to share this with the world. It's like, and I'm sorry if this is your name, but if your last name is McDonald, do not name your kid Ronald. It's the same syndrome. Yeah, that is mean. That's just cruel. I had a guy I went to high school with. His last name started with an S, so they named him Brandon S. So his initials were BS. And his sister's initials were ASS. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the salad. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she's mean to that Becky girl, Danielle, mm-hmm. about her food. And so Tree sits down with much worse food, like a load of fries, Twinkies, oh. all this stuff. Yeah, like a like a chili dog. Yes. Which that chili dog looks good. Yes. And then she <laughs> dumps the chocolate milk on Danielle's head. And I believe I told you... But what about the sea turtles? Because she just <laughs> takes the straw out and throws it on the ground. Yeah, I don't think that was a paper straw. Yes, and you know what? All of her good work, done! Cancel her! Cancel tree! <laughs> Stole sunglasses and killed yep. sea turtles. She sh- deserves to die. <laughs> over and over again. But yeah, so all that stuff went on. And then that night at the hospital. Her grand plan, she thinks this is the world she's going to have to live in. Right. So she's going to stop the time loop. So anything that happens today, she will live with for the rest of her life. Yeah, this is how life is going to be. Yes. Her grand idea is to take the cop's gun, hold him at knife point. Look, not the best idea, but if you're going to do it, you can't put on a baby mask or yourself or yeah. a ski mask or and something. She, and he's not even turning around. He's still staying faced away from her. She tells him, turn around. Yes. Take a good look at my face. Yeah. You have. To, you would definitely wear a mask. You could definitely tell this wasn't made in 2020 because there's a quick out right there. You yes. Know? Um, so takes that and she takes the cop's gun, sends him to go get help. And she's at John Toombs. I know you're awake, asshole. Like, he wakes up and looks at her, and she has the gun pointed to him. Goes to shoot. Gun just clicks. Doesn't do anything. And he goes, safety's on. Yeah. And then the big fight ensues. Um, they're fighting out into the hallway, thrown into the safety glass. But then the timer on her watch that she said earlier goes off because the blackout that happens every night for, like, six seconds. And she does, like, basically the Jason move or the Batman move of disappearing when there's a split second. Oh, my God. The Batman moves make so much sense. Where's the trigger? Because the safety's yeah. on. <laughs> so that's what that feels like. <laughs> but yeah, so that happens. Um, She turns around behind him. Thanks for the tip, asshole. Bam! He's dead. Yes. Um, That night, she's all happy. All was right in the world. She's about to live a normal life. It's going to wake up and it'll be the next day. Well, this is the 16 Candles moment. Yes. Where her and Carter are sitting across from each other in front of a window with the candle, with the... Cupcake and the candle in front of, in between them. And it's 100% the make a wish I already did <laughs> yes. scene from 16 100%. Candles. <laughs> it's weird how much that comes up in these movies that we review. Yeah. It has a couple times. Yeah. But anyway, they blow out the candle, they eat the cupcake, and all is right in the world. And then she. Not! <laughs> it's your birthday. Hey, put your little hand in mine. I hate myself for doing the Borat not and not even doing it well. Now I'm very upset with myself. What's that? 
I tried to do the Borat knot, and it didn't even come out well. Not. There you go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to replace my audio with yours. But yeah, <laughs> she wakes up the next day, and what the fuck? She's still in the time loop, and she's freaking out. She gets back to the her sorority house. She starts packing her bags. Her roommate's like, what's going on? She goes, what are you doing? I'm driving far away, and like she's freaking out. Yeah, she's like, I could, there's no escape from it. Like, And then she, the roommate goes to give her the cupcake to calm her down, and that triggers the memory. That was the first time in the whole movie, and it was so well done, because you didn't pay attention to it. No. That that was the first time she ate the cupcake, and she died in her sleep. And she's immediately like, you killed me. Which you brought up of, yes, the roommate... Okay, here is the spoilers for this movie. The roommate's the killer. Um, the roommate, you have to think, she's planning on killing Tree. Yes. And now Tree is like, you've killed me several times. The poison's in this cupcake. Yeah. You, she has to be like... What the fuck? Oh, fuck. Because, you know, there's no way she told anyone. No. So it's not like someone told her. It'd be like, how in the... What? How does she know this? Yes. Which I love how Tree gets her, where she keeps being like, there's nothing wrong with the cupcake. And Tree's like, okay, take a bite. And she's like, does she doesn't. And she's like, okay, well, I'll take this to the police and they can analyze whatever you put in it. And that calls her out. Yeah. And that's fight song. And she goes, what is it? Um... You've killed me a bunch of, like, however many times mm-hmm. already. Well, I guess I'm just going to have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and then the big fight ensues, and there's a bunch going on. Danielle Noxor, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Tree fell. Okay. And she's holding Tree's mouth when she says that. And it's actually really smart, because Tree punches or chops her in the throat. Yeah. Which will make you, ugh, like, open your mouth, get all the air in you can, and then just shoves the cupcake into your mouth. And what did I say? Final girl line! Yeah. Because we love those. Yes. Final girl one-liners. <laughs> Eat it, bitch! And she shoves the cupcake into her mouth. And then fucking, like, insane ninja jumps up, grabs the chandelier, kicks her out the fucking window, and she falls into a puddle of splat on the ground in front of that one girl who was trying to wave the tree the whole time. Yeah, every single time she walks into the sorority girl sorority house, there's just this girl listening to pop music who's, like, wearing all pink and it's, like, just super bubbly. Yeah. And she, yeah, the, she splatters in front of her. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> it was great. And so the... That's what happened, and then, where are we at? Okay, then they're on the news, and the end, Carter's talking to her at the diner, like, you know what your whole little situation reminds me of? Groundhog Day. Yeah, and I was like, thank you! They said it! Yes. They They were, what everyone's gonna be thinking the entire movie. And calling it, it out for it, they own up to. And yes. they stopped anyone from being able to go... They, all they did was rip off Groundhog's Day. They go, we know, but yeah. we put a twist on it. Yeah, and it's cool. And you liked it, which I did. Which I love the Groundhog's Day formula. Because there's a great Star Trek Next Generation episode that does the exact same thing. Yeah, you're thing, telling me about that today. Where, yeah, the Enterprise blows up. The very first shot, credits, first scene, the Enterprise blows up. And then it cuts to they're playing poker. Which is like, that's a continuous thing in Next Generation, is yeah. they all play poker together. And then, they, once they keep kind of flashing back to their playing poker, like, Beverly Crusher's like, you have an ace, you have a two, you have this. And they can figure it out the same. It's All these kind of time skip movies have the exact same thing that happens, but I love that thing. There's a Did you ever see the TV show The Magicians? No. 
There is a really cool time loop episode of that one too, where the world ends. Okay. And they're trying to stop, it and only two of them remember all the ways they tried and failed, and they had to keep figuring out what to do and everything, yeah. like to stop the moon from destroying the Earth when it explodes. It's long and convoluted to get there, but yeah, you're right. I just thought of it now. Like those are really cool story, like ways to tell a Which, story. Long running TV shows seem to do it a lot, so it's not like ground. I don't know if Groundhog's Day was the first one maybe to do it, but they're it's definitely also the most this, popular. It's the most famous. Yes, one hundred percent. But anyway, well, I also, yeah, where she, he's like, he mentions Groundhog's Day and she's like, I've never seen that. And he's like, yeah, with Bill Murray. And she's like, who's Bill Murray? And I told you at this point, I don't care how much I've been through with Tree. If she's like, who's Bill Murray? I'm like, you go fuck yourself. You should have died. If you pull out a knife and kill her yourself right there. It's literally zombie land. Who's Bill Murray? Like, now I ain't never hit a kid before. Yeah. At that point, I would, because it's, they're kind of backing out and the, it's, the sound's kind of fading away. And it's doing the movie ending. Yeah. Well, I would have loved. It's still the a nice music, and it's backing out. You just see him like flip the table and start like shouting at her. <laughs> and then you think it's over, but it cuts to one more scene. Her waking up in the dorm. Yeah. And uh, it's your birthday song. It didn't work. Yeah, put your little hand in mine. <laughs> but the car's still over, like, oh hey, you're up, and everything. She's terrified. And he's fucking with her. Which, like I told that is you... the meanest thing in the world. The exact opposite way. If I was Tree, I would say, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm having nothing to do with you. Do yeah. you know what I just went through? I've lived a thousand lives. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of ground. Oh, I just called it ground. Groundhog's Day. Day. That's the end of Happy Death Day. Yeah, Bill Murray and what's-her-name go walking into Puxatani away from the... Uh, in and they're talking about maybe moving there and at the end, right? Yeah. No, but yeah, that's the end of Happy Death Day. Which, oh, side note, not to do with anything. Awesome posters. Back to the Future. They live. Yes. Yeah, we always like to note the background poster, like the background, like when you see a room and you see posters in the room. Yeah. Like there's the only one that we didn't like, and because he had like the police. Oh, critters. Yeah, that kid deserved yeah. to like be yelled at by his father. <laughs> So, uh, do you want to get to all of our end of episode stuff? Yes. Well, one, what do you think overall? Like, I, not rating, like, but just like, did, did you like it? I always, I have really enjoyed this movie. I still need to see the second one, but I really do want to see it because I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, it's funny. This movie is really cool, making you think you've known these characters for a long time when you've only known them the length of a movie because of the constant time loop and the repetition. I think is what it does. Yeah, you really feel like you know all these characters well. It's really well done on the filmmaker's part all right so let's get to it eh? all right all right so i think you have a really good chance at this brett's trying to peek at my notes <laughs> yeah. so i can't do this so those who don't know what we do every week is the throbbing with horror kill count now what that is is i take the total grisly deaths and murders of every movie we've done and we tally them up it's just for fun we like to do it um before we do the kill count Here's my daily reminder, guys. Please go rate the show. Helps us out a ton. I'm not bullshitting. It takes you two seconds, but it's a huge favor for us. We really appreciate it. Um, it helps us move up, get seen by more people. That's yes. all. Thank you. Um, okay, so last week we did Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes. We finally broke the 300s. We ended at a 306. Okay. Where do you think our kill count is? See, this is a tricky one. I didn't count time loops. Because she dies a million times. Yes. But that only counts as one death. Or does she not even count she as a death? She doesn't count as a death. She's Fuck. alive. So, okay, let me think. 
There's the weird... There's only ten minutes you have to worry about for this oh, is it the, kill count. The it's just whatever the last loop is. Yeah. So, the killer dies, then... I think I got you. One? Well done. Really? One, yes. Okay. The serial killer doesn't even die because it's the morning, so she's yeah. that even happens yet. Because I was thinking, like, okay, yeah, there's the fake serial killer that they try nope, to pin it on. Like, wait a minute. Well done. Yes. Wow. Okay. So we went from 306 to 307. Nice. <laughs> 37. 307. 37. No, not 37. in a row. Snoogans. Nope. <laughs> um, well, every week I like to rate the movies 1 through 10 of something, but I don't like to use stars because that's boring, and Robert Ebert does that, and fuck that guy. Yeah. I think so, he's dead, ain't he? I hope. <laughs> I think his website's still wrong, yeah. but I don't think he's alive. But he's shit on Friday the 13th, so he can go he's fuck himself. Good. Yeah. Um, he's like Brandon. He's yeah. like Brandon Keita, who's a good friend. Do not take that wrong. We no. love Brandon. No. Yeah, he's like Brandon. No, Brandon's actually nice. Robert Eager <laughs> fucking suck a dick. Um, but I like to rate the movie one through ten of something from the movie. So one is never watch this movie ever. It's so fucking shit. Ten is this is the greatest movie ever. Watch it every single day. Okay. Which, if you remember, I rated Plan Nine from Outer Space a ten. Which means how many listen? How many watches are you up to now, listeners? You should be watching that movie every day. Um, but I'm trying to think of what I could do for this movie. Broken Bong. No, I don't like that. Babyface. Cupcakes. Oh, good. Cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice thing to cut in half and stuff, too. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, so one cupcake is, it's a shitty cupcake. One they poisonous cupcake. They didn't even try to bake it. It's just like all the raw shit that's still just sitting in the bowl, the not vial, even cooked. With the little vial of, like, skull and crossbones poison, like, cartoonish yeah. next to it. It's not even dumped in it. It's just floating in the batter. <laughs> Tin is, it's this is, like, Top Chef type shit. Yes. Um... I'm going to probably give this seven cupcakes. Seven I, cupcakes? I like it. It's a lot of fun. It's a fun movie to watch with someone because you can riff on it and like point little things out. You know, I got to say, as much as me and you joke about we have polar opposite tastes in these, we don't because we always come very close to each other. There's my proof. 7.5 wow. poison cupcakes. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a solid movie and a fun movie. Yes. I've probably seen it like three or four times now and each time it's a lot of fun and you forget about little parts that will still surprise you yeah because there's a couple parts where i was like yeah i even commented you when we were watching the movie like oh shit i forgot that happened yeah it, it's great it's definitely a fun watch it's one that i've seen quite a few times not a ton but a, a good many times enough that's worth me owning it yes um so you know it's interesting we barely ever do anything less than rated r we had two pg-13s in a row yeah which i don't like like i'm i gotta shake that off of i need some good bloody gore well do i have good news for you then what's that greg you want to know what our next week is what's next week greg next week is evil dead 2 yes dead by dawn dead by dawn of uh, anyone remembers the first episode which i widely say throw it out because my list of favorite horror movies changes so much yeah but I will say my number one has remained the same. This is my favorite horror movie of all fucking time. So which I am so excited to get to it. It's a great pick for a favorite horror movie. Oh, yeah. Which I think... No one can give me shit when I say that. Even no. if it's not theirs, like, I challenge anyone to come at me on that one. Evil Dead 2 is almost a perfect movie 
basically. I don't like that you said almost, but well, I want to. Well, I have to see what we have to. What I have to say next week. Maybe oh, okay. I. Maybe I hate this movie, guys. So <laughs> tune in next week to find out. Yeah, but, but um, next week's gonna be a great time. I'm super excited about that one. And like you said. Back to R. Yeah, we're finally back to R. We're finally back to some good, real gore. And it's Sam Raimi gore. Oh, which yeah. is way Cream over the top. Corn. Yes. Push um, through a sock. Which this was, I even on the top five, I forget if I put this one or Evil Dead as my favorite of the Evil Dead series. I don't remember. But it always flip-flops to whichever one I watched last. Yeah. So. This is the one I typically go with a little more because it's kind of both. Yeah. So that's why I give the edge to it. Yeah, oh, that's enough about it for now. We'll get it next week. Yeah, I cannot wait for next week. Um, in the meantime, guys, make sure you're checking out all the other shows on the network. That'd be Geek Pause of Audio Anxiety Radio Show, Ruthless Retrospective. All the shows are great. No joke. I'm not just saying that because I'm on two of them. <laughs> Besides <laughs> this. But no, like uh, what Rob does on Audio Anxiety is great, and I love it. It's a lot of fun. Me and Max will put in some cool stuff on Geek Pause. If I hope you guys check it all out. Yes, and make sure to follow us on Twitter, um, at Throbbing Horror. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Throbbing with Horror. I'm trying to, I'll update whatever I'm usually watching that night. I usually tweet along on Saturday nights with whatever Svengooly is playing. Um, what when this comes? I just forgot about this. The day this drops tonight, there is a brand new season of Joe Bob's Last Drive. And oh hell figuring. yeah, it is tonight, isn't it? Yep. So uh, tonight at nine, if you're listening to this the day of release. Uh, Joe Bob is doing a double feature, and I will 100% be live tweeting oh, along with it. For that. That'll be good. That'll be a good day because it's Friday. There's new us. Yes. There's new Falcon Winter Soldier. Yes. There's new Joe Bob. That's a good day. It's gonna be a fucking great day. Yeah. Wait, that's not the one we're leaving, is it? What is that next Friday that we're leaving? Yeah. Oh no, that's right. So I'm not gonna. Oh, it's still, I'm we're gonna, gonna have a good day. That's yes. still gonna be a good day. Well, okay. So never mind about me live tweeting Joe Bob tonight because me and Greg are at a drive-in meeting Felicia is Rose. It, is that next week? Yeah. Oh fuck. I'm pretty sure. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a week away. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. Yeah. Me too. Um, you guys all have a good one. We'll see you next week with Evil Dead Two, and we hope we've left your brain throbbing with horror.